Hey, sister friend, and welcome back to the Over 40 and Sexy podcast. I hope you are doing well, and today we are going to be talking with Julie, who is a certified yoga teacher and trained yoga specifically for menopause. So her company is called Yourself Yoga, and Julie and I actually uh, stumbled upon each other in a Facebook group specifically for perimenopause and menopause, and I saw her link uh, to her uh, Facebook group, and we connected, and we had a chat, and being uh, a lover of yoga, and I have experienced so many benefits to yoga over the years, I was looking for someone to come on and talk about yoga and the benefits of yoga to perimenopause and menopause for quite some time and uh, it must have just been meant to be because um, Julie is an amazing yoga instructor. Um, I've seen her interact with all of her clients and it's it's amazing how she can just um, get her message across and her, the way that she practices yoga is so, so beneficial for us ladies going through this time. So uh, without further delay, let's get to this episode and learn more about the benefits of yoga. Hey there, and welcome to the Over 40 and Sexy podcast. I'm Tanya D, nutritionist and former hormone hot mess. <laughs> yes, yes, that was me not too long ago. Listen, are you currently experiencing or struggling with weight gain, mood swings, or hot flashes? And just don't plain feel great in your skin anymore? Midlife doesn't have to be a hot mess. Listen, sister, I know exactly how you feel. I'm here to share with you my best nutrition and health and mindset tips to make the season of change a smoother one. Let's dig in. Hi, Julie. It's great to have you on the podcast today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Tanya. And thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into uh, yoga. So I am British, as you can tell by my accent. Yeah. And um, I was living in the United States, uh, in Miami, when at the age of 53, I found myself uh, trying yoga for the very first time. Um, I've always been into fitness and um, swimming was my passion, but I had a really bad ear infection uh, and I was advised not to swim again. So from the age of 16 to the age of 53, that's all I ever did. So lots of people recommended yoga because my balance was really affected by this ear infection. So that took me to going onto the mat for the first time. Mm -hmm. I had a private teacher because I was too embarrassed to go to a a studio or a gym. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I actually didn't really want to do it, but I thought it would be a breeze And it wasn't because my job was, uh, I was a writer and for 30 years I was sat at a desk writing. And of course my body, despite the swimming, was very, very tight. 
and I really struggled with this yoga. But I thought, I have people swear by it. I have to get past this. So I continued for a few more sessions and then something shifted. And it was like, is this a coincidence? But every time at the end of the session, like I felt like completely different. My body felt different. Mentally, I felt different. Mm-hmm. And, and this kind of feel good thing lasted, you know, for a day or so. So it's like, wow, this is quite good. But then as time went on and I became, I was more eager to practice and I started doing my own little practice. I then the penny dropped that, you know, my joints feel better. I'm sleeping better. I don't have low moods. They kind of evened out. I didn't have the fatigue and hot flashes were reduced. And he was like, is this a coincidence too? And the answer was no. And it set me off on a journey looking at how does yoga benefit menopause? Mm-hmm. So long, long story short, I became a teacher. I sold my business and set myself on a mission to help as many ladies as possible just get on that mat and find out for themselves how much you can help them, not just at this stage of life during menopause, but also in later years. So that was, that was what brought me to talking to you. That's amazing. And yeah, and just by coincidence, I I came across you in a Facebook group uh, specifically for uh, perimenopause and menopause. And I have been searching for someone that could come on and really talk about the benefits of yoga because I have been practicing yoga for quite a few years now and have noticed huge benefits for myself, for my own health, not just for the perimenopause, but also for my back injury that I sustained when I was 19. So just keeping me flexible, keeping all of the muscles stretched and strong really, really reduces my pain, uh, which has been uh, really amazing for me. So I'm so glad that I I found you and that you can come on and, and really talk about the benefits of why yoga is so good for this stage and beyond the stage of life of perimenopause and menopause. So um, if you could, if you could talk a little bit more about the benefits of, of the the physiology of it, the the, the mental aspect of it and and everything that you can kind of uh, tell us about it would be, would be amazing and why you'd think someone um, would want to start a yoga practice. Okay, so um, yoga, my impression of yoga was that it was very um, woohoo and out there and very much a spiritual thing, and it can be if that's what you want. Um, But no, it's it's quite simply movement of the body with the breath. Um, So how, how does that benefit you, and especially during menopause? So In menopause, as you probably know, Tanya, uh, we lose estrogen, estrogen drops off, and um, this actually really affects our joints. Yeah. And they become, the the loss in the estrogen, it's like losing collagen from the skin where it becomes drier. Um, It affects, you lose that plumpness around the joints. Mm -hmm. So the joints can become very dry, and in some cases, 
you, you, it's almost like friction, not like bone on bone, but it hasn't got that padding. So we tend to, our joints feel tighter, stiffer, and more uncomfortable. But because yoga targets the, the whole body and works the joints in a very gentle, safe way, we are able to kind of get the blood pumping more into this area and start to um, give a little bit more flexibility and also stretch the fascia that kind of tightens, that's connective tissues, that surrounds the joints and the muscles and so on. Mm -hmm. So that's one really key thing about yoga is enabling us to maintain or improve our flexibility, which is vitally important as we move into the next chapter of our lives. Um, Balance is obviously, you know, that was one of the reasons why I stepped on the yoga mat in the first place. Balance is um, a key thing in yoga. We don't realize through poor posture um, or bad habits that we may adopt, such as like a sleeping position or, or carrying a bag or a purse on one shoulder, where the body becomes out of balance. Mm -hmm. And we can um, reset our balance both physically and mentally, um, which is amazing just through balancing poses and they can be standing poses, seated poses or, or whatever. So, and yoga kind of treats the body in two parts, like the left side, the right side. So all the time you are balancing the body. Um, <clears throat> and whenever you balance, imagine standing on one leg. If you stand on one leg, mm -hmm. brilliant. You are resetting your center of gravity and, and resetting your balance. But standing on one leg also strengthens those joints from the hip joint right down to the knee joint and the ankle joint. And that's so important as we then look towards the next chapter, postmenopause, when we, because of the loss of estrogen and the bones and losing calcium, you know, there's mm -hmm. more tendency towards osteoporosis. That's right. But I always say, when I'm teaching my ladies, don't be that little old lady sitting in the chair who can't get up right. because she's been doing too much sitting. Her hip flexors are tight. Mm -hmm. She's struggling to straighten up. Her back may hurt through too much sitting where you're dumping down into the back. And as she's trying to straighten up, getting out the chair, and we've all seen older ladies do this, yeah. um, she loses her balance. And invariably that loses the balance and falls. And invariably, you know, you're going to break a, a, a wrist or a hip. You know, those are the main two points of contact. Mm -hmm. So, you know, balance is so important. But the chances are if you did suffer a fall, you know, you are strengthening your wrist. You're strengthening every single joint in the body, the, the shoulder joints, the wrist joints, the toe joints. Uh, it, you know, it goes right through. Yeah. But yoga also, you know, there's lots of other physical things I could talk about, but I think I just want to mention the, the mental side of it. And this is something that really like kind of hit me. Uh, I couldn't believe the difference is it gives you a mental calm. Um, when yoga was first shall we say, created like 5,000 years ago in India. Mm -hmm. um, it was all about creating space in the body, removing blockages, shall we say. 
So if you've been slumped over, you know, fast forward 5,000 years and you've been slumped over your desk like I was, you know, your shoulders are tight, you've got roundness in the, in the spine starting. And, and yoga kind of straightens it out and gives you this space. But it's not just the body. It also does the same with the mind. So by breathing with movement and slowing down the breath, you fire up the parasympathetic part of the nervous system, that part of the nervous system that tells the brain that everything's okay. And, yes. and, and it can start to calm down the body. So the body leaves the body able to do what the body should be doing, which is repair, renewal, digestion, elimination, and so on. Right. And everything's chugging along nicely. And, and the mind is very, very calm. It's a very mindful practice. It brings you into the present moment, which is something we seriously need, and especially in menopause, because mentally and physically, we are overwhelmed by so many changes that are going on. And um, this is a beautiful way just to heal the body, the, the physical side of the body, and, and bring this mental calm and, and, and mindfulness. Yeah. So... It, ha it you know it has so many benefits if anyone is struggling with anxiety yoga and meditation and meditation is kind of part of yoga um you know it it's a, a fabulous tool to have knowing how to breathe knowing how to um still that anxiety or feelings of overwhelm or those low moods with the dips in the hormones that we go through mm -hmm. um it's like having a toolkit knowing which poses to do. So I, the way I teach is I will do a class for anxiety. I will do a class for hot flashes. I will do a class or a sequence for um, overwhelm mm -hmm. or um, joint pain. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's like taking, a, which tools do we need to um, be able to alleviate the symptom of da, 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 da. And this is what I found incredible when, I, it struck me that yoga made a big difference to me, maybe just for others, I'll look into it. And there's so little out there. I'm one of the very few um, women who, who, who actually has a, a yoga for menopause qualification, um, who is actually doing this and talking about it. Um, yoga makes everyone feel better, but what specifically, specifically can it do for ladies who are going through this transition and it, it can help in so many ways. It's amazing. Absolutely. And I've, I've enjoyed the benefits of yoga for, for quite a while now. And um, I just wanted to uh, focus on what you were saying about the breath. Now, I think a lot of people aren't really aware of how they're breathing and if their breathing is shallow. And I think that just in the breathing itself and in practicing yoga and focusing on your breath is really going to help with your, you know, breath throughout your day as well. Uh, because we need to be taking deeper breaths. We need to be uh, breathing through the diaphragm and not just shallow breathing to really uh, calm the body and calm the nervous system. It really makes such a huge difference in, as you said, how you digest your food. And as we all know, uh, good health, uh, starts in the gut. And um, there is such a huge connection between your brain and your gut through the vagus nerve. And when you are practicing yoga and doing those deep breaths, 
you are actually exercising your vagus nerve um, muscle, basically, and, and helping that whole system to get back online. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. breathing is, you know, when we're born, we know instinctively how to breathe from the diaphragm. And it says we get older, we lose it and fall into these really bad patterns of shallow breathing where we're just breathing from the top of the chest. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, in yoga, in, in most cases, we would start a class by tuning into the breath, just slowing everything down and feeling the breath, feeling the breath and feeling the, the tummy expand yeah, as the lungs fill with air and they push down and feeling that, knowing that there should be movement there, you know, is a game changer for lots of people because there probably isn't. It's just our chest that is expanding, mm-hmm. rising and falling as we breathe. And, and that's not correct. That's right. um, but if you, if your yoga is, you know, the, the central nervous system passes through the spine. And if, if you are not, sitting correctly, standing or walking correctly, you are compromising so many other issues in the body like digestion and elimination. And, you know, yoga gives this wonderful stretch to the spine, starts to get the the blood flowing and um, it enables it enables through different positions and poses to like really fire up all these different systems mm-hmm. and get them working as they yeah. should be. Like mm-hmm. a, a gentle twist, kind of, if you think about twisting a cloth and squeezing out water from a cloth, mm-hmm. it's a little bit like that. When you do a gentle twist in yoga, it's like you are con- constricting the abdomen and all the organs there. And then when you when you release the twist, it's like fresh blood and oxygen and nutrients, you know, flood into that area and give it this wonderful boost. So, you know, it's, we could talk for hours. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) Absolutely. And when I, when I first started yoga, I, I always thought, um, Oh, it's not going to be a good workout. Uh, I was I was so used to going to the gym and doing regular cardio, exercising, and lifting weights, really, like really heavy weights. And I just thought, am I going to really get a really good workout? And so I tried vinyasa yoga, and I was just blown away <laughs> by the workout that I got. So, ladies, yeah. if you're worried, if you're used to doing heavy amounts of exercise, now is the time to shift. Um, that mindset because we need to be taking it a little more easy because of cortisol and and all of those things so you know switching to yoga or even just implementing it a couple days a week i think is going to be really good and you're going to see some really great benefits from it yeah it's that's a really good point you raised tanya because um i remember once having a medical examination when i was in the states and the doctor asked me what did what exercise did i do and i said yoga and he said no 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 i mean what exercise do you do (laughs) it's like yoga right can i spell it for you um so many people don't believe it's a form of exercise you know like it's Mm -hmm. a very gentle spiritual practice it can be as 
you know, full on as you want it to be. Like you yeah. say, you know, vinyasa or ashtanga, there's so many different types of yoga. You can do hot yoga where you're almost working out in a sauna and yes. burning off millions of calories. But, you know, I do think that we are sucked into, you know, society into believing that, you know, we should be walking so many thousand steps. We should be burning off so many calories. And, you know, at this stage of, of life, when we're going through this transition, it's important to nurture our bodies, um, mm -hmm. both physically and mentally. And um, sometimes less is more. Yeah. And um, in yoga for menopause, which is what I teach, I, I incorporate different elements. So, for example, if you if you were finishing your day super irritated, angry, and so frustrated, yeah, you wouldn't want to do a sequence that had you lying down still because you need to get rid of that from the body. You need to express it. You need to release it. Yeah. So you would do like a flow sequence, yeah, to kind of uh, eliminate all this pent-up frustration and then wind the energy right down at the end and have you nice and calm and relaxed and so on. If yeah. someone was really suffering with anxiety though um you know then it it could be right to do a very gentle restorative session where you simply just want to rest and calm the nervous system and bring everything right down and focus on the breath so it's horses for courses um and, and that's the beauty of yoga for menopause i incorporate all these different elements subject to the symptoms that people you know are struggling with yeah so amazing that's so great yeah all right so um moving on so where would someone start like where should they start if they want to give this a try what, what are some tips you could okay. offer people yeah, so you mentioned actually about, um, you know, doing once or twice a week. I talk to lots of ladies who say that they practice yoga and they'll do uh, one class a week. And I actually think it's better, especially at this stage, to practice daily, but 10 or 15 minutes daily. So every day you are stretching the spine. Okay. You don't see, I always say, you know, Yoga very much emulates animals and nature, you know, in terms of the names of the poses and so on. Mm -hmm. And Downward Dog, one of the most famous poses, is obviously from um, a dog emulating mm -hmm. the dog as it stretches out its spine. You don't see a dog, do you, going, oh, no, I'm not doing that today. I only do it once a week. Yeah? Right. You do it daily. You stretch the spine. Yeah. Move the joints, get things moving, get the digestive system boosted, calm the mind. So it could be 10 minutes in the morning or 10 minutes in the evening. But daily is better. Little and often is better than sporadically. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the tips that I would give, give if you are looking to start. Okay. And obviously invest in a decent mat. In terms of equipment, you know, you need a yoga mat. Why? Because you don't want to slip. Um, and you need comfort if you're on your knees and so on. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, you can buy other props and so on. But to start with, you definitely need a mat. Um, so a, a decent quality mat. Um, but how do you do it at home? But you can't do it by yourself. You need to follow someone. So find a teacher that resonates with you. Um, 
someone who is teaching for your body and for what you need. There are millions of teachers online, um, but they may be teaching uh, to meet the demands of a 25 year old. Well, that's not you. That's not us. Right. So, um, yeah, you need to find someone who, who, who you resonate with as well you know, um, and you understand their language and how they do it. So that's super important. Um, and also keep an open mind. If I, I, I always wish I'd taken a photo of me on my very first session on the map because I thought it was comical. Um, <laughs> my hips are so tight, they just wouldn't open. And, um, you know, you don't give up. People... People actually say to me quite often, oh, I can't do yoga because I'm not very flexible. And it's like, but that's why you do it. That's, that's right. why we all do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you don't, you don't start um, and expect to be, you know, super, super great deal. Tiger Woods wasn't amazing when he first picked up his golf club. He yes. takes practice. And it's called a practice, isn't it? A yoga practice. Mm -hmm. So I think it's let go of the outcome, what you should look like, release any expectations and just go with what it feels like. And if it makes you feel good, well, then that's the most important thing. It's not about being able to do the pose. It's not about being able to reach your toes. It's how it makes you feel. And that's what happened to me. That's what shifted with me. You know, as I said at the start of the conversation, it was, hang on a minute, this is making me feel really good. Some, there's something in this. So, and I was probably doing it all wrong. It doesn't matter. You just, you know, you continue. Don't give up at the first hurdle. Yeah, totally. Great advice. I, I totally agree with you and letting go of the expectations and just putting one a foot in front of the other and taking the next step and seeing your progress a little at a time, right? Small steps uh, lead to bigger steps later on. And, um, and, you know, if you're particularly tight in an area, then it's something that you just work on over time. And everybody's at a different fitness uh, stage in life. And uh, so, yeah, there's definitely no right or wrong. Absolutely. So um, tell me, um, some words of encouragement or a quote or something that you um, live by um, so that you could share with everybody? So there's um, a British poet, we probably know him, William Wordsworth. Yes. And um, I love this quote. It, it, it's to be, three words, to begin, begin. That's it. That's Just so great. Yeah. yeah. Don't wait for the the right day or when you, you know, got more energy or when you feel you look good, just begin. Yeah. Yeah, Just, just do it. And, you know, like you said, we're all on the same journey. We, we all kind of join yoga at different stages. I mean, you know, I, I teach ladies who have been doing yoga way longer than I have. That doesn't matter. That's okay. Yeah. And, you know, you do it when you can, but here's the thing that, you know, you, when you do start yoga, you can continue doing yoga into your nineties. Yeah. That'll be me. (laughs) The oldest yoga teacher, I think she died recently and she was over a hundred years of age and she practiced every day. Yeah. And, um, 
Whereas you won't be running a marathon, will you? You won't be jogging in your 90s. Um, right. You'd be doing more harm than God. So it's a very safe practice that, you know, if you start now, you can continue in years to come. So that's worth bearing in mind. That's great. Thank you so much. Now, where can people find you on social media or website? Okay, so my um, business, my yoga business is Yourself Yoga because it's all about you. It's about yourself. It's about looking after you at this stage of life. It's about investing in yourself and making time for yourself. So I'm called Yourself Yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a website, yourselfyoga.com. And for beginners, I'm very much about but passionate about getting women onto the mat. So I offer free classes for beginners that can be booked through my website mm-hmm. and uh, they are twice a month. So I can, and they're to be practiced in your own home. You don't have to attend anything. I literally send you the video when you've registered. Um, but I also have a lovely Facebook group, great crowd of women, and that's called yoga for Perry forward slash menopause. And um, they is uh, the majority of women, which I was amazed at, are beginners in that group. They're joining the group wanting to learn more about yoga, which is absolutely brilliant. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah um, and then I also, for those who like me, who like my style of teaching, I set up a, a membership site where that you can join, and it's literally called Select because you select what class or short sequence you want according to how you feel on the day and how much time you have. And I set that up because women were asking for more and more and more. And um, that's how they access my teaching. But I I give a lot away in the group as well. There's lots going on in the group. So that's that's how you find me. So great. Thank Thank you you so much, Julie, for taking the time out to come on and teach us a little bit more about the benefits of yoga and perimenopause and menopause. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. And I I hope it resonates with someone out there. And um, Mm -hmm. remember those three words to begin, begin. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. To begin, begin. Such a great quote. And I will put Julie's um, information in the show notes so that you can get in touch with her if you want to learn more about yoga. And I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast episode. And you actually can go and give yoga a try for yourself. And let me know what you think of it. Let me know if it's helping you. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me. You can check me out on Instagram, Tanya, T-A-N-I-A underscore D-E-E underscore. And send me a message, get into my DMs and I'd love to say hello to you. And if you are enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews help to boost my rating on Apple and help to get my message out to more women so that I can help them. So much appreciated if you could do that. And I will see you same time, same place next week. Bye.